I'm Kelly Burrell, and you're listening to When Sleeping Women Wake. This is the podcast for women who are tired of being stuck in stress and pain and are ready to wake up and rediscover the joy and magic in their lives so they can become who they are meant to become. This is episode four, Life Lessons from a Broadway Show. My daughter, Rachel, was in a production of uh, the high school's production of Newsies this last week, and she's in fifth grade. So she was cast as one of 18 little Newsies rather than being in the main cast. And no, if you've watched the Broadway version, you know that they little Newsies aren't in there. Um, we discovered that when we watched it on Netflix the night after we found out that she'd made it. We kept waiting for the little Newsies to come out on the stage, but they never did. And this actually made us doubly curious to see where the director would, was going to use them in the high school version. You know, I almost didn't let her audition in the first place. I've had to shy away from extracurricular activities with my kids because of their health needs and the time that that takes. And I've often joked that instead of um, going to practices and rehearsals, we have spent our after school time chasing off to doctors and therapy appointments. I admit that's probably not super fun, but they have been necessary. Anyway, my kids are all doing much better lately, and my schedule was no longer being dominated by these appointments, and so I was actually really nervous about letting it get taken over again by driving my daughter to rehearsals every day. Yes, that sounds very selfish, but in my defense, I did let her audition, and she did make it, and I have to say, her whole face lit up, and she screeched with excitement when I broke the, when I broke the news to her, and honestly, it was so fun to give her this chance. Um, she loved it. And oh my goodness, it was so fun. Fast forward to last week, though. She had worked really, really hard in her rehearsals. And every time she came home with a giant grin on her face, and she kept telling me that it's her dream to be on Broadway. And so I was quite excited with all of this hype. I mean, with all of this excitement for the show. Folks, I was blown away at the dress rehearsal. I had no idea that high schoolers could put on such a high-quality production. And honestly, it made me super excited to see it opening night when everyone's energy was going to be high and they were going to be raring to go. Um, before the opening night, the cast put on two morning shows during the school hours earlier in the week so that kids from elementary and middle schools from all over the area could come and watch. Um and each time she'd report back to me after the shows about how awesome they went and my excitement was just growing, growing by the day. Then after the second day's show, as I was driving her back to school, she complained of being really, really tired and she begged to be able to go home and take a nap. And, you know, I was a no nonsense mom. And so I said no. And I drove her back to school. But honestly, I probably should have listened to her. Because the next morning she woke up with a sore throat and a fever. It was like, no, it's opening night. It's like every actor's nightmare to get sick on opening night. And she was devastated. But I had an ace up my sleeve. So I've been using essential oils regularly in my home for over six years. And so a little sore throat doesn't scare me. I called the school and told them that she'd be staying home that day so that she could get some rest. But instead of running her off to the doctor, I just tucked her back in bed and rubbed oregano and melaleuca and on guard on the bottoms of her feet, dropped a few drops of melaleuca and on guard down her throat, and just she almost immediately fell asleep and I was able to go start my work for the day. So a few hours later, I repeated the process and asked how she was doing. And she said that she was feeling better, but still really tired. Um, I made her stay in bed for the rest of the day, and by the time evening came, she was feeling much better, and so she went to cast call for the opening night show. Folks, it was awesome 
Not only was the show fantastic, but she did great. It was so fun to see how animated she was and how seriously she, she took her performance. Her part wasn't large, but she still gave it everything that she had. Um, oh, I was blown away. The performance was amazing. Anyway, for good measure, I kept her home from school again on Friday. Um, I figured that they still had three more shows to go, and I didn't want to take any chances that she'd be so sick that she would miss any of them. Um, after all, this was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for her, so I kept putting oils on her, though quite honestly, folks, she didn't act a bit sick all day. Um, let's just say thank goodness for oils and sleep. Anyway, she did an amazing job that night again, and then again at the two shows that are on Saturday. So this wasn't just a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. There were for shows on Friday, Saturday, and then two on Saturday. I mean, Thursday, Friday, and then two on Saturday. Anyway, it was a gorgeous fall day outside with a perfect blue sky and crisp temperatures and lots of gorgeous color on the trees. But I wasn't about to miss any of her shows for that. Anyway, I was crazy proud of her by the end. And I can say that I have most definitely caught the theater bug mom, theater mom bug myself. So it's been a week, but I cannot get the music of Newsies out of my head. I'd never really heard it before, but after immersing myself in it for three days, the words have kept swirling around in my mind all week. And there's a certain song when Catherine, the lead female who plays the part of a reporter trying to bust out of the social pages and into the real news, um, sings about how excited she is to write an article for a newspaper, the New York Sun, about the newsboy strike in the city. She knows what a huge opportunity it is for her because she gets, she's going to be writing about serious issues rather than just reviewing vaudeville shows. But she also knows how desperately the newsboys need the publicity so they can win their strike against the, the newspaper owners. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, it's a fantastic show. I encourage you to do it. But as soon as she goes to write the story, she hits some trouble. She suddenly gets writer's block. And there's a line in the song when she sings, Ha, it's a cinch. It could practically write itself. And let's pray it does. Because as I may have mentioned, I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, I cannot get this song out of my head. And I think it's because I completely relate with how she's feeling. I feel like I'm trying to change the course of my family's future right now. I've been playing small for far too long, and it's time for me to become who I'm meant to become. And that means, honestly, doing things that scare the pants off of me. For instance, I've committed to publishing every weekday for the next year. That means that I'm going to write a blog post, record a podcast, video a Facebook Live, and then post that on YouTube every day, Monday through Friday. And in concept, it seems really easy or easy enough. But then every morning I freak out again because I don't know what I'm going to write about that day. And on top of that, I'm in this massive work phase. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm working sometimes 13 to 14 hours a day, um, building a sales funnel that's supposed to go live sometime next week. And I'm so excited about what I'm offering because I know it will make a difference for somebody who needs it, hopefully lots of somebody's. But why am I doing this? Because not only do I know without a doubt that this message needs to get out into the world, but also I want my kids to see that dreams do come true in real life and not just in the movies. Our family has been through a lot of really hard stuff, and they've picked up on the negativity and frustration of that. I've had six different businesses since my oldest son was born 18 years ago, and though I've had some success, they've actually seen me fail over and over again. 
And I don't want them to remember their mom as constantly trying and failing, but never succeeding and eventually letting her dreams die. No, I want them to know that, quote, success comes from from moving from failure to failure without a lack of enthusiasm, unquote. Well, I kind of messed it up, but that's the general gist of the quote, and it's by Winston Churchill, by the way. But I want them to know that success is made up of constantly trying and falling short and picking yourself back up and seeing what went wrong and then making adjustments and giving it another try. Eventually, it works. If we just give up and quit when things look hard, we may discover later that we stopped just three feet from gold. And that's a reference to a story in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. He tells the true story of a man who lived on the East Coast but went West for the gold rush in Colorado in the 1800s. He was so excited, but he really didn't have any clue what he was doing. And after weeks of searching for gold, he did discover a vein that looked profitable. So he quickly and quietly covered the mine back up and went back east to gather the funds to turn it into a real mining operation. So he successfully borrowed the money from friends and family and bought the necessary equipment and shipped it out west and started drilling. And the returns from the first carload of gold proved that he had one of the richest mines in Colorado. A bit more of that, and the debts would be paid off, and even more, and um, he would be a rich man. Excuse me. Now, things were going great until the gold vein suddenly and unexpectedly ran out. And despite desperately drilling on, he couldn't find the vein again. And he didn't think to ask for help. He just frustrated and broke. He sold his mine and equipment to a junk dealer for a few hundred dollars and set out for home again. Now, the junk dealer knew a bit about fault lines, and he decided to have the mine examined by an engineer. And after studying the geology of the area, the engineer predicted that the vein of gold would pick back up again only three feet from where it had left off. The junk dealer decided to trust the engineer and discovered the gold right where he had said it would be, and it did turn out to be one of the richest gold mines in Colorado. So that's what I'm trying to teach my kids, that you don't quit even when it seems logical to. You pick yourself back up, you learn from your mistakes, and you try again. And actually, um, between the time that I started writing this and right now, I got a chance to put this into practice. So towards the end of rehearsals for Newsies, Rachel auditioned for another play. And she's been anxiously waiting for two weeks to hear the results, and we just found out that she didn't make it. She was devastated. And she started to cry and said that she shouldn't have even tried out in the first place. I said, no, no, there's, there's nothing wrong with being disappointed for not making it. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel those emotions. But I told her, never sell yourself short like that. Never refuse to try the next time just because you didn't get what you wanted this time. And I'm hoping that My experiences gave me the wisdom to guide her in the moment that she needed it the most. And I'm also willing to keep trying. And I want my daughter and I want my sons to keep trying, even when it's hard. Even when it's hard. And when it looks like it would be so much easier just to quit and go back to doing what I was doing before. But if you're passionate about something... Go for it. So I am curious. Have you ever done anything so big and scary that it scared the bejeebers out of you? And yet you couldn't wait to jump out of bed each morning and get at it? Or is there something that you'd love to do that you haven't quite gotten up the guts yet to start? That's okay too. And honestly, I would love to hear about it. Um, I'm hoping that there's some comments in the bottom of, of this podcast. But if not... 
come to my Facebook page. It's Kelly Burrell, K-E-L-L-E-Y-B-I-R-R-E-L-L. It's my business page. And I would love to hear what, um, what that big scary thing for you is, whether you're doing it or not. Anyway, I hope you have a fantastic evening and I'll see you the next time.